0: Hello, and welcome to episode 42 of season two of the Connect Two podcast. My name is Jeff Collin. And I'm Mark Hughes. Hey, Jeff, how are you? I'm great. Excellent. I'm wearing my new white fancy coat. It is very. It's more of a jacket, actually. It is definitely a jacket. You asked if it was leather, and I said, kind of. So it's more of a pleather. <laughs> yes, I think so. Yes. No animals were killed in the production of this coat, <laughs> as far as I know. But I like it. Anyhow. Anyway. Yeah things are good. Uh, feels springish. It has right? definitely been a lot warmer I yeah, was out sure. this morning at the November project and uh, you know it was, it was actually comfortable. It was about minus two compared to minus 25 in week, you know months past it was quite balmy and very comfortable. That's excellent.
1: Yeah. Um, if you're new to the channel, rate review and subscribe um, especially on iTunes. Yeah it doesn't take long. it's not very difficult. We um, are over
0: two thousand downloads. Is that,
1: yes, we're doing, uh, doing great.
0: I, I cannot imagine two thousand people having downloaded this, but I'm very grateful and I think it's u- awesome.
1: And as usual, we're sampling some coffee. Absolutely, from Quietly Coffee out of uh, Sterling, Ontario. Which mm. I have no idea where Sterling is, but it's in Ontario. Yeah,
0: never heard of Sterling. It's Ontario. an
1: Ethiopian. It is supposed to have tasting notes of wildflower honey, oh. golden raisin, and plum. At least it's not some super exotic fruit I've never heard of
0: before. I think I get the raisin there. The golden raisin. Yeah, I can, I can see
1: It's just a humiliated white grape.
0: <laughs> Jesus. That is funny. That grape is somebody's bitch. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: it, 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 that's an old joke from Benny and June. You remember the, t, the, the movie Benny and June with. Uh,
0: was Johnny Depp in that?
1: Johnny Depp, yeah, and um, one of the 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 blonde blonde actress is it's like might have been Robin Wright. I'm not sure. I think it was Robin Wright.
0: Oh, from uh, the Princess Bride. Yeah. Wow. Could be. Yeah.
1: We'll double check. Okay. Um, but anyway, uh, so he basically says he doesn't like raisins because he thinks they're just humiliating grapes. I, I'm not yes. sure if it's Johnny Depp or the, the female character. Uh, Desiccated, uh, perhaps. But <laughs> Exactly. Anyhow. Wow. So uh, what's
0: happening? What's happening doing, in the
1: world that we're talking about? We're doing dad jokes.
0: Yes. How do you make seven even? <laughs> I don't know. Take away the S. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> I think... Uh, I think Scott Galloway, he was doing some dad jokes and I think we may have been sharing the same website like he may <laughs> really? just, because a bunch of the jokes he was telling uh, like a couple of weeks ago or a couple of episodes of Pivot ago, I was like, these are all the same jokes we've been telling. <laughs> this is exactly the first website that comes up in Google. Oh, so always like, trust
1: the glue salesman. They tend to stick their to their word.
0: There you go. There you go. Daddy, can you put my shoes on? No, I don't think they'll fit me. <laughs>
1: Finally, my winter fat is gone. Now I only have spring rolls.
0: Oh, I love it. Uh,
1: uh, nine months isn't really that long. It just feels like a maternity.
0: There you go. <laughs> uh, hang on here. Mm-hmm. I have a joke about chemistry, but I don't think it'll get a reaction. <laughs>
1: I was the best man for my brother's wedding in Paris. At the re- reception, I raised my champagne glass and said, eggs, cinnamon bread, and maple syrup. It was a French toast.
0: You think swimming with sharks is expensive? Swimming with sharks costs me an arm and a leg.
1: <laughs> okay ah do you realize if you're sitting on a toilet at 11:59 p.m oh and the clock strikes midnight it's the same shit just a different day oh god i think we need to end there okay there we go
0: i'm sorry that, that can't be topped not this time let's draft oh, up our game here Jeez. okay that's so- a good one is that really a dad joke though? <laughs> I you don't tell know. That it, uh, Sunday brunch. Hey, people, I got a dad <sighs> joke. Okay, what have you learned?
1: I learned that, uh, well, two things. Uh, so uh, I think a few weeks ago I talked about uh, Fjall Raven, which is the company that doesn't, uh, it's, it's Norwegian for, no, Swedish for Arctic Fox. Ah, yes. It is um, wonderful. It's the one that uh, doesn't use Gore-Tex. It uses wax.
0: Right? Oh, yeah. You mentioned this. Yeah. yeah. Well,
1: apparently, so they're, they've been around a long time. Uh, but in the 70s, they invented something that became super popular in the age of the internet in around 2007. Mm. So, uh, and what it was is they had a problem with school children and their backpacks. Okay. So they invented this backpack called uh, the kanken. With Kanken. And it's this kind of squarish yellow, yellow backpack. And it's really designed for two A4 uh, binders and some pencils and not much else. It also has very minimal uh, zippers and is, I mean, it's something you would expect that was designed in the 70s. It's got straps, but no padding or anything on that. Yep, yep, but yep. it's designed for kids because it was a significant improvement for what kids were using for backpacks they were using like a sling version thing with only one strap and oh yeah so this is revolutionary
0: anyway (laughs) i guess sure
1: very retro looking and then in the age of the internet from from about uh 2007 Uh it became it got picked up um by it got got internet popular kind of, of became course. a meme because it's very retro looking yes yeah, and uh they have all of these bright colors great for instagram Ooh. and um went crazy so it went from like like over the course of a year or two like a hundred they were selling a hundred times more than they were before nice and so the, the so they thing,
0: went out of business because they couldn't handle the volume. Well, no,
1: part of it is is that there is a real issue because this is a company that designs outdoor gear for hardcore outdoorsy people, and they're being known for a fashionable uh, kids backpack. Yeah, well, and, you know, and they had all kinds know. of celebrities, and they were they were contributing to it. They were they were getting all mm. kinds of. Um, celebrities to, um, um, you know, as soon as they had a photo of a celebrity with yep. the Kanken, they would be posting it. So got super popular. So it, you know, put them on the map, but there's a lot of pressure for them to be more fashionable instead of being kind of like hardcore mountaineering. Right.
0: Interesting. Okay. So anyway,
1: so I think that's kind of interesting because it, it's not a very good backpack. It even has a pocket, a side pocket that looks like it would fit, um, like a a water bottle or something. Yeah, but it doesn't. But it, it, it's, it's not too stretchy small. It's enough. Too yeah. It's, it's not stretchy at so all. It just messes
0: with you. <laughs> exactly. What can I oh, put in there? Oh, put in your notebook. Nines of water. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, did you learn anything? This uh, I learned a few things. I learned, uh, I learned firsthand yesterday. We were participating in the circular economy. We went to a couple of thrift stores and, uh, This was really taken off. So, you know, if you think thrift store back in the day would have been like value village or, but we were walking up and down in white yesterday, just be spend some family time together with the kids. And we went to two or three different places where it's quite the thing now where people are, you know, bringing in old clothing. And I think we went to a place called flea, probably a play on flea market, but, uh, yeah, you know, like sports jerseys and and just like all kinds of clothing. So I think uh, I think it's so definitely. I think my wife bought my son some some very cool orange Nikes from like the day, but in really good condition. But they're this bright orange set of Nikes. Oh, wow. And uh, very retro. They had a Rock'em Sock'em boxing. Uh, uh, as part of their sort of retail display, so we screwed around with that for a while until they told us to stop. So uh, <laughs> it might break, but uh, uh, we we're talking to the lady there and she's, Oh yeah. You know, like amongst the younger generation, uh, it, this is really taken off and there's all like three or four different places along white that, um, that have sort of emerged. Cause people are just like, why, why always buy new stuff? You know, And some of it's pretty stylish. So,
1: well, I mean, I remember when I was, uh, so I, I, I think, I think it is definitely boomed again. And I think it's probably a testament to, not just, uh, the need to reuse stuff, but, uh, but the economy as well. Yeah. People just don't have Well, that's part cash. of it too. Yeah. And, uh, but I remember in the eighties, especially living in Toronto, um, like there were all kinds of vintage stores where you were buying like old, I mean, there were lots of, and again, it was the same kind of thing where people didn't have money. Right? Yeah. Like, uh, it was an economy where if you were young, you're struggling, you're trying to clothe yourself. You clothe yourself with something cool and something old. So
0: exactly and then the other thing i saw and i'm just confirming this is actually a thing is something i saw on youtube called norwegian death diving yeah it's a thing so <laughs> i saw this i guess what they do is they go to uh and people this is a spectator event right so death diving that yeah. doesn't sound good so you go to the was it the the 10 meter what's higher than that whatever the top diving platform is right might be 10 meters and then these that's 30 it feet. It seems so. like untrained people just dive off this thing, and then you try to do the the plank or weird twists, and then the idea is that you collapse yourself as you hit the water so you don't get that pow, right? But every now and then somebody messes it up. And so there's all these, some of them are quite attractive women and guys who are really buff, and then there's some people who are not such not such good shape, and you just go off this thing like head over teacup, whatever thing you can come up with and people just cheer. And, and yeah, so it's, uh, yeah, it looks like something that I would not enjoy. i never (laughs) like jumping off off of tall uh, things. No, even with, uh, a plan in mind and to just go off like, like backwards and flipping over and, and who knows how you're going to hit the water. Doesn't seem like a lot of fun, but these people seem to really be enjoying it. Especially when somebody hits, and then you hear. Of course, this is a YouTube video, so the guy was doing a voiceover. Except every now and then he'd be like, "Oh, you got to hear this one," and you hear this like, "Whap," <laughs> and the crowd goes, "Ooh!" Oh wow! It's like, oh man, that hurt. Norwegian death diving. Look it yeah. up on YouTube. Very cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
1: let's see what else did I learn this week. Well, I spent a lot of time watching this guy. It's a young kid who's probably early 20s okay um but he's quite skilled with uh, his name is aiden robbins and uh he makes really great little videos okay like travel videos and all that stuff and um uh, and i mean he's got this very uh very unusual look to him oh yeah like he could you know it could be non-binary i don't know it doesn't really matter but uh but he's, he look it just looks super young. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, but he's charming. His videos are really well done. They're incredibly well done. I'm going like, I would love to be able to do that. I just, I look at it and I go like, oh, that's so much work. <laughs> this is, this is the problem I get in my head, how much work it is to do these video. Like f- photography is one thing. Videography is another. Yep. And for me, videography is just, oh, it's so much work. <laughs> maybe i'm just fundamentally lazy yeah, maybe I, mean, I think it is work to
0: <laughs> i think it is a lot of work to do a good job at it so mm-hmm. yeah anyway yeah. people have become quite proficient well in the what can what media later i'll i'll mention a youtuber that i found that i'm i'm quite impressed by so well
1: because there's like all this extra work like in know like he, he describes what he does in terms of pr- producing a travel video and he like he goes and he storyboards the whole thing before he leaves Yeah. Like for me, I don't actually know what I'm gonna see. How can you storyboard when you're not? And he goes and he researches the hell out of it. I'm going, and then and then he's so he's trying to get all these clips at particular Mm. spots, and um, it's great storytelling, and uh, it's it's very it's 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 really good. And I'm just going, I would like to do good on you, bud. But it's (laughs) it's
0: we're not gonna do that much work. So today we're
1: gonna talk about um, cool. Cool designs, cool, cool design. designs, cool designs okay. as it relates particularly to photography. Okay. Um, because of, uh, because there's some interesting design choices mm. from some of the manufacturers related to photography gear.
0: Okay. Um, so, um, so I'll let you take the lead because I, I big fan of design in the more generic sense, like fast company magazine has been doing, you know, Design-related stuff for years because it is a—it's kind of a cool thing, you know, well, and, and industrial and it, design and it, it process ties design in, and- ties
1: in with the business um, business thing. So yeah, so there are a number of manufacturers of cameras. That, there's not as many as there used to be, but there's definitely a number of them. So there's mm. Canon, Sony, Nikon, Fuji, Panasonic, Olympus, or sorry, OM Digital, and then there's like Leica and Pentax. I think that's most everyone. That's everybody. Okay. Right. So Pentax, uh, we won't really talk much about them because they've basically decided that they're going to let technology roll ahead and they're not going to (laughs) participate.
0: I was going to say, there's a name I haven't heard recently.
1: They make great cameras, but they're all DSLRs. They have not moved to mirrorless, even though that's where all the tech is. That's where all the advancements are. It's not, it's not where they're going. So they're kind of rolling. (laughs) <laughs> with with, with Brungham, but they're not... They're Where not are really. we
0: going in their strategic plan? So from Nowhere. F- from a design perspective,
1: <laughs> there's two aspects to a camera. There is fundamentally the bodies themselves, and this is interchangeable lens cameras. Right. Um, because there is almost no point in shoots anymore. I think I've talked about that before mm-hmm. in the past. They've basically yeah. been run out. Actually, and- it was
0: interesting, the, the, the flea place we went to, because they have all this stuff as part of their... A retail you know old toys what they had a ton of old point shoot cameras like yeah. probably yeah 30 just all over the store
1: yeah though they're like, they're becoming popular even though they're like they're yeah
0: well these are not for sale these are just oh but like, you like can, vintage you can uh, buy them uh, and oh i bet it's,
1: it's kind of become the new trend is to get a really old crappy camera and try and take photos with it yeah, you so, got to
0: find film Wow, well, then off to London Drugs for, de- de- for film, developing. But they're
1: actually also using like digital ones, old digital oh, ones. So okay. early yeah, digital yeah, ones. Yeah, so yeah, you got to yeah. try and find a battery that works.
0: Right. Well, these were a and bunch maybe, of these were old film ones. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: So uh, Canon sells more cameras than everybody else. So when you have these, the, so you have two parts to the system. One is... One is the the camera body itself,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and uh, and even though nobody out in podcast <laughs> land can we see, we are this, looking at an old Canon we're EOS. At right an EOS. Here. This is a 7D. This, is that so the this, Rebel? Well, it's a. I don't think it's considered a Rebel. I think it's called an EOS 7D. And um, so this was. Um, so so the, the fundamentally the issue is is that there's two parts. There's the lens, okay, and the body. So, um, for the longest time, and Canon s- sells more lens, uh, more cameras and lenses than everybody else. Combined? Not combined, but close. Okay, so wow. Sony is number two, Nikon's number three, and then there's everybody else. Interesting. Okay. Um, Sony only sells mirrorless cameras. They did for a while sell cameras with mirrors, um, but those were a slightly different take on it. Um, but they mm. kind of gave up on it earlier uh, than everybody else and they invested hard huh. uh, one of the problems with sony is sony is like everybody knows sony for tvs yep and- PlayStation. PlayStation, all that kind of stuff. They're a big, big tech company. Yeah. And Canon is as well. They make photocopiers and That's right. all kinds of other stuff. Big, big, big money. Nikon is just cameras. Mm-hmm. So they've actually struggled more than disproportionately compared right. to the other two. And Nikon was number one 30 years ago, 40 mm-hmm. years ago. And uh, Canon, Canon took over.
0: I remember hearing about where at all the big events. Mm-hmm. That Nikon would always go and they'd have some sort of uh, uh, like tent or whatever. Yeah. That uh, they would just be there to service and repair uh, for, the photo- you know, oh, for the for the press photography. Oh, and they, they, so they they really dominated. Well, they still do that. So does Canon, so
1: does Sony. So if you go to the Olympics, okay. So
0: everybody does it now. But
1: but at, at the Olympics and those kinds of events, they will have like a big resource of all of these crazy lenses that, that the press photographers can use so they can, it's, it's quite something cause they want to get their, their cameras out there anyway. Uh, so, so Canon, uh, makes this, um, these, so they have the most lenses. Yep. Um, okay. and Sony was making these, uh, mirrorless cameras,
0: mm-hmm.
1: but with a mirrorless camera, you have, a the mirror in and of itself has got to swing up. So you have this room that you need to leave on your camera between the sensor and the lens for the mirror to swing up. out. And that would be
0: a mirrorless camera?
1: Well, this is a mirror. uh, uh, This is a DSLR, um, uh, digital single lens reflex. And that's that's related to this flipping of the mirror. Right. And then the mirrorless camera has no mirror at all. Zero. What
0: does the mirror do for it?
1: The mirror allows the light to go through the lens yes. and then go up through the pentaprism to the oh. to the optical viewfinder. So DSLR uses an optical viewfinder, whereas a right. mirrorless camera is using a little tiny TV uh in your, in your viewfinder. Okay. okay.
0: So you're seeing an actual live image, and then the camera the the mirror gets the hell out of the way so that the back surface exactly. as opposed to using it. Almost like fly by wire, where you're actually seeing. Well, well and in what fact, the if you look, <clears throat> if you look on a camera, you'll
1: always see this little tiny. You'll see this little tiny like a circle with a line through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's telling you where the plane is of the sensor for the camera. Okay. And the that, so plane. The, the plane. So the room in front <laughs> is call, is for what's called the mirror box. Okay. Okay. So, <clears throat> Canon making a whole bunch of lenses. selling them they sell uh, and they have these ones called ef and efs which are the two different flavors okay um and sony starts making all these mirrorless cameras but they don't have enough lenses Mm. so in order to uh, deal with it sony allows their spec to be shared ah, yes. so they basically like kind open of source kind of thing, so they yeah. basically say okay uh, third party manufacturers yeah. um if you make an if you put an adapter on there because i've you've got room for an adapter um it, it will convert this in that space where the mirror box is yep you have that you can actually have this adapter and adapt all this Canon glass, not just Canon, but mostly Canon. Nikon is, report, is a bit more difficult to okay. Adapt. So
0: you can use Canon lenses on a Sony with the adapter.
1: That's right. Well, that was certainly how they started. <coughs> Sony has since really fleshed out. I mean, that's, this is about 10, 13 years ago. Okay. They started, they've all fleshed out. So, but I've bought this new camera, which is a Panasonic. Right. And the Panasonic... Uh, so this is mirrorless, so it has no mirror. Right. Now, is there an advantage to that? Yes. Ah. And the advantage has got to do with focusing. It's also got to do with you can actually see what's going on, and uh, so you're all,
0: seeing what the camera sees.
1: And the tech, or what the and tech, the tech like is, the... the tech is more advanced. Okay. So, um, but. Panasonic, who uh, basically released this camera probably like five years ago, or okay. the first version of this camera five years ago, um, they don't have a lot of lenses now. They also oh, have gone with what's called the L Mount Alliance. So, what's the L Mount Alliance? It's basically three three big manufacturers: Leica, Sigma. Sigma is a third party lens manufacturer. Okay, and then Panasonic. They're all making lenses that can be used on each other's cameras. Right. It's a brilliant strategy. Sure. Okay. Um, but uh, I'm sitting here going like, so I I used to shoot Canon. And if you feel this, Excuse me. if you feel this. Okay.
0: The body. yeah. Feel
1: just how, how it feels, right? Yep. And then feel how.
0: Is this the old Canon then?
1: Yep. Yeah. Okay. And this is the new one.
0: Ooh, it's heavier. Well, my you, there's a bigger lens on this there right now.
1: But it's uh, but even the feel is more metal, more solid. Yeah, it's a little more plasticky, even though yeah. there's lots of metal there. It's true, it's, yeah. So I mean, the the newer canons kind of feel the same. There's as a, this or the, yeah, as, the, as as the old. Okay. Canon. So the nice thing about Canon is if you shot with it before, it feels the same. Right. Now. So I really like the feel of the Panasonic because I think it's kind of next level, right? Next level stuff. Sure, but uh, but when I used to shoot Canon and I shot Canon a long time ago, I've been shooting Olympus for the longest time. Olympus to me feels a lot like this Panasonic mm. is very solid, um, really integrate well. Is a lot smaller, but the uh, the the issue is, I have all this these lenses that I bought for these the Canon system that I just left sitting there. I'm going like, I bought them in anticipation that I would buy a full-frame camera way back when, and I never did. Ah! And I've also, it's been, they've been sitting on my shelf, all these lenses, and I'm going like, I, just, I figured maybe I'll eventually buy a Canon and buy back into the Canon system, and right. I'll just use these lenses. So Canon has come out with these new uh, mirrorless cameras, And you can buy a little adapter that will adapt all these old lenses. All the old
0: Canon lenses. Yeah. So I'm like,
1: well, okay, I guess I'm going to do that. Right. Um, But I chose this one anyway.
0: (laughs) But are you still going to buy a Canon? No, I don't have
1: to now. Oh, okay. Because of a slick little design from the company called Sigma. Ah, yes, those guys. Which uh, basically lets me... Take all my Canon lenses and stick them on my Panasonic body, and it works. <laughs> so very much like now, the Sony does have
0: autofocus. Does yep. that
1: still work? Well, yeah. That's the whole. That's <clears throat> that. In and of itself, is the whole key. Is the does the autofocus work? Hmm. and it does. And you can hear it. I don't know if you can hear. it. It's probably show up on there. I mean, it's not as super fast, mm. but it is there. Cool. There you go. Oh, there you go. In fact, let's take a super shallow depth of feel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yep. Wonderful. A good
1: awesome. So, um, so the nice thing about this is, yeah, there you go, look at that.
0: Yeah, that's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah.
1: So um so the uh so like I bought this adapter. It was on sale and I'm going like oh, maybe this will work. You know, I'm going like And it did. Well, <clears throat> it was it 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 exceeded my expectations Ooh, like nice. so far. Like that's uh awesome. last Thursday when I got it, I was over the moon. I was so excited because not only did I get the adapter that I'd been waiting for forever, right? Um, all of these lenses, and I have to say that in my memory, all these lenses were a little better than I actually realized they are. Oh, but um, um, <clears throat> I was a bit but still a bit pickier, but all they all work, every single one of them works. That's with great. This new, um, it won't focus quite as fast as right. the um. As the native <coughs> glass. Sure. Because it's got to do like a digital conversion and stuff. Right. But I am just shocked at how well this works because everything I could find on YouTube and uh, the internet said, well, it works for single autofocus, but it doesn't do continuous autofocus. So um, because I shoot a lot of pets. Yep. Continuous autofocus is when you are shooting and your subject is moving pretty fast. Ah,
0: yes, of course. And- um, As a pet would do.
1: As a pet would do. Um, so the this, apparently this adapter, when it was originally released said single focus only does not do continuous autofocus. Right. It was released about three four years ago. Okay. And in This that, adapter. And, and in that time, the <clears throat> firmware has ad- adapted and now will to continuous focus ah, so wonderful. it is super awesome it means that all these lenses that i had that i had invested all of a sudden became useful again sure because uh, i mean i barely have a battery that works on this old canon right but uh yeah. so i presume
0: uh they're, they're able to charge a pretty decent premium for this given that it multiplies the value of your existing stock surprisingly, <clears throat>
1: surprisingly not this thing was about 200 bucks oh wow And to give you an idea, like, uh, like this lens, it's uh, not this one, this lens, it's right here. It's like a 50 millimeter F 1.4. Yep. This thing on this old version is probably worth about, about 900 bucks Okay. to buy the same version that is native for Panasonic is 2000 bucks just for the lens. Wow. Yes. It's very expensive. <clears throat> yeah. And it's also about uh, five times bigger.
0: Oh, okay. So. But,
1: okay. Uh, but,
0: Interesting. Yeah. The, um, chilly this morning. But anyway,
1: so uh, I am just super stoked. And it's a very solid feeling adapter. That? It's nothing plastic. I mean, you've got to be able to sandwich this between the lens and the uh, camera in such right. a way that it's going to be super tight so that you can't have any slop. It's got to be... And this is weather sealed, so it's nice for doesn't sure. Doesn't look like much, but it does all the communication yeah. translation and yeah, you
0: know. slick piece of design for sure. Sigma yeah. for Canon. Oh, there you go.
1: Yeah. So, uh, and in fact, because Sigma was is a third party manufacturer, uh-huh. they make all these lenses that were designed to fit on the old Canon system, right? Um, and uh, uh, so they have all of these these lenses what's really interesting and what's happened recently Uh so canon and nikon fairly recently within the last you know four years maybe okay uh have done their own um new uh, mirrorless system these all require new mirrorless lenses got it okay because they don't have that mirror box anymore right 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 so uh canon has threatened to sue anybody that makes a third-party lens that uses their new standard. Interesting. Or even something like this from Sigma. So basically, they're basically cutting off at the knees all, because they've said that they're not gonna make these DSLRs anymore. So they're cutting off all of these third-party manufacturers, some of which actually make lenses for Canon natively. It's really Interesting. weird. So that, doesn't
0: sound like a great strategy. No, I'm not entirely sure
1: what they're in hoping a market to
0: where, let's face it, <clears throat> compared to where photography would have been for decades, it's become a pretty niche thing. Oh yeah. Right? Like the much. volumes of sales have to be they've like gone way fractions down fractions of what they would have been.
1: Well, in fact what's you know? happened is the the cost of cameras has skyrocketed. Well, sure. So like the same kind of camera. um, It's reverse economies of scale. Yeah. So it's basically, they're getting way more expensive. Yeah. um, And um, there's fewer of them. Right. Because you're just trying to make the supply and demand curves meet in the right spot. Yeah, exactly. Interesting. So uh, Nikon is really slow in terms of, they haven't said that they're not going to let people do this. Mm. but They're very selective. Okay. Um, you can buy all these. Sony says it's free. Go ahead, like <laughs> fill your booth. And um, <clears throat> but they're
0: not a strictly camera company, right? No. So their 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 strategy. But Canon is, Canon
1: isn't strictly a uh, camera company either. That's true. They are,
0: although they are, I would I would be interesting to see their revenue just dis- like distributions because I mean Sony's got I mean they don't have Sony games. Right. No,
1: no, but Canon, so, Canon is like printers and like there's so much. Yeah, stuff. but you don't see their that. imaging stuff is not the big part of their.
0: Right. Now it'd be interesting to see because Sony's quite diversified, right? Like they have yeah, yeah. film division. They make content, right? Canon doesn't do any of well, that. Well, Panasonic stuff. is kind of the same. Panasonic's a big manufacturer of
1: microwaves and toasters. Yeah. And right. All that stuff. Yeah. So cameras is just one. That's right. One so, division. That'd be interesting. So yeah. anyway, um. Yeah. So I was super jazzed about this and um, kind of a hard thing to see on, uh,
0: on an audio, on thing. an audio, well, maybe podcast. you put a picture of it on the, on the Facebook page. Yeah. And where did you get this wonderfulness? Oh, I
1: ordered this online. I, I could have picked it up locally, but yeah. uh, this is the one thing that I really noticed is because a lot of these manufacturers are going to, uh, just in time, uh, inventory, right? You can almost, especially for, slightly less super popular lenses and stuff you can't you can't go to a store and touch one you gotta order them and then hopefully they do what you want so and you rely on a lot of these
0: no return policy
1: no they have a return policy well a lot of them are special orders so you have to pay a deposit
0: ah yes of course a
1: non-refundable deposit and then they will so you're taking a chance yeah yeah oh man so you got to know that you need it before you
0: well, good for you. I mean, I'm glad you, uh, oh. you seem very pleased with it.
1: I am very pleased with myself. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Excellent.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It, no, no, I definitely want to post it. Let's put a picture on it and, uh, and the specs and whatnot. Yeah. So good. Anyway, what, uh, what else is going on? Well, uh, what media are you consuming? What media am I consuming? I watched the end of shrinking. Oh, And okay. apparently it's been greenlit for season two. Nice. So, uh, yeah. yeah, Harrison Ford is just amazing in it. Um, we caught up the last episode, the most recent episode of Picard.
1: Yes. Still
0: enjoying that. Um, so you saw
1: the one from last week? Yeah. Yeah, yes. that was uh, that, yep. that was very interesting. <clears throat> I think
0: now we've seen everybody... Who's coming who's back? Who's not a surprise, right? I... You
1: think there's a surprise coming?
0: I think we're going to see Cisco. That's my... I think... Really? I think Avery Brooks is going to pop up. Well, because of the whole Dominion War thing. This is true. <clears throat> he was like the guy. He was right? the guy. The spearhead for the Dominion... Again, well, and for they the showed, Federation. And they showed
1: the Defiant. Exactly. I so thought this was, was I, a very interesting uh, idea to have a... A, 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 a fleet museum. museum. Yeah,
0: it's the old space dock from... Uh, as far back as Rathacon, so yeah. it was definitely a fan service episode, right?
1: Yeah. Well, and... Uh, but good. Yeah. Well, and the bounty.
0: Yeah. Well, that's right. I mean, that's going back, like, that's a deep cut, man. So, uh, no, it was a really good episode, so I'm enjoying that. Um, yeah, just looking at a bunch of different stuff. I You were talking about a YouTuber, so I found a, she popped up in my feed, uh, a lady named uh, Mary Spender. So my kids are big into music, you know, as am I. And so she's um, sort of an indie artist out of the UK. She does a lot of cover stuff, but amazingly talented. And you were talking about videography. So she did an explainer video how in today's world, an artist has to be very multi-ta- like multi-talented. like yeah, multi yeah. And she's talking about how you go do a gig uh, and make like, you know, a couple hundred bucks for four hours of work, or you could invest eight hours in doing a YouTube video and even though they don't all make money, you know, if you get one that's a million views, you can make like five or six thousand dollars, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so she's just like incredibly talented. Uh so she did a cover version of uh Millie Cyrus's uh song Flowers. Oh yeah, but like intercut where she's playing all the instruments, she's using Ableton Live to do the mixing and okay. multi-track, right? And but the video of it is again her and then all seamlessly kind of brought together. So she's playing with two versions of herself, whatever she's on guitar, she's on bass, she's on drums, just really brilliant stuff. Mary Spender.
1: You know, it reminds me of the, there was this young girl that I saw uh, and she kind of did something similar, but a little bit different. Yep. So she basically would do uh, a video again of her, and she's playing all the instruments, but she plays them all like it's all looped. Yeah. So she's live looping.
0: Oh, right? okay. So
1: she, you know, starts with the guitar, adds yep. the bass, then adds, and then sings. And she does these mashups. Yeah. So they're um, they're like two different songs oh, mashed up okay. together. Oh,
0: okay. Interesting.
1: And uh, and um and then she plays all of the instruments. And she, I mean, she's a drummer. Yeah. Like. The, and uh and incredibly talented.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: so um so uh, her name is Elise
0: Trow. And Okay. T-R-O-U-W. I'll maybe I'll look her up. Um yeah, you know, the amount of talent out there. And then this reminds me there's a guy, and I can't remember his name, where he does again same thing, multi-track looping, but it's all um it's all vocals. Yeah, yeah. Uh and then he does I think there's like sixteen of him, but so he does it's acapella it's not i shouldn't say it's acapella so for instance he did toto's africa right? Oh, yeah but he does so it's full musical but, oh, but he's doing all of the musical tracks
1: and then he does a, and it does a little video with everybody singing it. yes okay I've, where I've, he comes I've in and it, i don't know what his name is yeah he I, comes
0: in and goes out yeah. of the different uh windows yeah, you know yeah. as he's adding different parts of the song yeah i've seen that phenomenally talented i thought really cool. just to be able to do Well, there's, you know, with the timing and like so much work to then meld it all together. Yeah. But the, the end result is like, man, that's awesome. That is awesome. Great talent. That is awesome. So, um, new shows were what I haven't watched the last, uh, my, my wife was away. So we have, we're behind on the Mandalorian. We, I think we (laughs) we watched episode three, which is the one where Bo-Katan has to come and save his butt from, uh. Well, that's two. Um, that's two? Yeah. What happened in three? Three is when they have the scientist. No, I haven't watched three yet. So we've only watched the first two episodes. So we're behind. Okay.
1: There, yeah. So there's like the yeah. tail end of two. This is
0: what you're saying. It seems like there's two there's that there's were a, put together. There's a scientist yeah. guy.
1: And then right. and then there's kind of back to the, back yeah. to Bo-Katan and the Mandalorian. And, uh, and the new one is, or new one, it's, there's a new one today, but there was one last week. So when we yeah,
0: so we're behind uh, a yeah. couple episodes for sure.
1: Yeah, when when, when ahead, we record so. it, it's on a Wednesday. It Mandalorian drops on a Wednesday, so we usually watch it after
0: after this. Yeah. After
1: this, and uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, what else? Uh, I saw the. I don't know if I, I mentioned it, but I, I watched finally the last episode of Welcome to Wrexham. Did I tell you about that you talked about the show? So the show, so there's a whole. This is whole about
0: season.
1: the. Uh, yeah. So isn't there, this.
0: This is what's his name. So uh,
1: Ryan Reynolds, Ryan Reynolds, yeah, and, and Rob McElhenney, right, have bought a soccer football a, team, a football team in in this remote part of Northern yeah. Wales. Just
0: about said soccer. Sorry, and, uh, sorry to our UK
1: listeners. <laughs> and so uh, relegated to what's called the National League, which they say is the hardest league to get out of, which the it's the lunch bucket soccer sure. league or yep. football league in the UK. And um, so the top only one team gets promoted.
0: Right, okay. you were mentioning this, yeah,
1: and and then somebody has to move down. And from, somebody has to go down, but so once you go down, it's very difficult to, to move get back up. out. Yeah, yeah, and so this Wrexham team has been there for 15 years. It's one of the oldest uh, football 15 15. It's one of the oldest uh, uh, football clubs in the in the UK, and uh, has one of the oldest um, stadiums called the 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 race the race course. Okay. Which is basically, uh, it was originally for horse racing. Sure. And, Did these uh, guys buy the building too? They bought, well, So I mean, that's part of the whole story. They bought the club and then they had to figure out how to buy the building because they, the, the club had lots of financial stuff. And, and there was a guy that came in and bought the club okay. to essentially strip it.
0: Oh,
1: because they thought the property, because the club came with the property and the property was worth more than the the club. So they were trying to torpedo it and uh, so that they could, you know,
0: sell the property.
1: Yeah. Sauce club. Didn't quite work out
0: that. Okay. Interesting.
1: And uh, so the, the full first season, there's like 18 episodes. Right. And it's about them trying to get promoted. They never got promoted. They did not make it. They lost in the end. You mean to get up to the next Sorry. league? Yes. Yeah. Well, so it's a spoiler that's not a spoiler. If oh, you yeah. go and check the standings, you can see what they're doing right now. Uh, I'm super interested to see the next season of it because it's a well-done documentary, kind of like a lot of behind the scenes, how they made decisions, sure. where they went. and Interesting. And both Ryan Reynolds and Ron McElhaney, they seem like decent guys.
0: Yeah, that's what you're saying. I I have that sense too, right? Yeah, like, uh,
1: they're just uh, they're decent guys who care. Yep. And uh, anyway, so I think it's, it's I heard a
0: rumor today that you Jackman may appear before Deadpool three in I think it's Secret Wars or Secret Invasion one of the one of the uh, MCU shows that's coming up. Yeah. Um. Wasn't or it might have even been Loki season two, but it's going to be one of the where they're talking multiverse because of course they're bringing at least part of the X Men back in from yeah another the 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 what the would Fox. have been the Fox the
1: Fox properties.
0: right and so that apparently we'll see a, a cameo. I don't think it'll be a big thing, but just enough to set up the Deadpool three connection. Very cool. And I thought, well, that that'll be good. That will be very yeah. Good. Um, other than
1: that, I have mostly been watching like, like YouTube's related to gear or to, um, uh, to video making or whatever. Cause part of my plan is to do some more videos. Nice. But I haven't, and, and I have a big trip planned where I'm going to go see Grizzlies. I'm going to hopefully try and videotape some
0: of that. So I have a bit
1: of a story, but
0: don't get eaten. Ah. Yeah, <laughs> <exactly. laughs> Um, and apparently, and this is, I don't know if this is true, but this is Red Dead Redemption, the the game logic, that if you stand your ground, uh, you're fine. If if a grizzly is charging at your character, or I guess perhaps it extends to real life, I don't know. Don't try this at home, kids. That if you just stand your ground, the grizzly will uh, bellow and then walk away.
1: Now, is that so, with cocaine or without
0: cocaine? No, just pure, yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's on cocaine either you or the bear on cocaine then all bets are off exactly. but uh so i mean you know if if you got a grizzly charging at you what do you got to lose <laughs> i mean on that
1: happy note <laughs> maybe we'll wrap it up for this week sounds good uh, have a really great week yeah. um yeah take care thanks you too See You. bye